0: Can I sing? we'll give it up. Austin Carthel. Welcome to the podcast. Singer, songwriter, guitar player. I'm glad you're here. Uh, where did you grow up? I tried to look on Facebook and it and I saw some stuff in Miami. I saw some stuff here. Yes. So where did you yeah, all of yeah.
1: that. Yeah. Well, Miami, to be clear, Miami, Ohio. Not the cool Miami that you're okay. thinking of. Okay. So Oxford University is in Miami, Ohio. My my pops used to work there. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Miami University is in Oxford, Ohio. I said that like backwards and inside <laughs> out. That's where my pops used to work. So I spent a lot of time out there. My family's from the Midwest, Indiana, um, and uh, Ohio area. And I grew up in Arizona.
0: Yeah. yeah. When did you move here? So
1: we moved out when I was like two, real okay. little. And we spent winters out here, school years out here, and summers out there.
0: Nice. Yeah. You, you were from a from an early age.
1: Yeah, I had I had uh, I had that advantage yeah. of being able to escape, but the heat. But it wasn't as bad when we were kids, you know. Like, it didn't get to like one twenty. Yeah, like twenty years ago, it right. was. It was. I mean, it was still like a hundred. But you know, I remember people being like, "It's gonna be a hundred and three today. This is." Outrageous, outrageous, and so. now we're like, oh, at least it's only a hundred and three. Right. <laughs> Could exactly. be worse. So. Yeah.
0: So, what did your dad do in
1: in Ohio? He is in higher education, mm-hmm. so he works with the multicultural student centers. Mm. Um, that's what he did there, and um, yeah,
0: that's pretty hip. Mm-hmm. Can you hit me with um, some early musical memories? We just saw your set at Otro, and and I was like man, this, I just, I remember that music so vividly being on the radio. And as we were saying, like, I remember those early videos. And was that the music that was kind of bouncing around? Was that the music that was played in the house? Like what connection do you have to that? Um, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, and it was like MJ and Luther and uh, did I hear earth, wind and fire, and, yeah, you know, like earth, that Wind and fire, man. Bobby Caldwell. Yes, stuff like that. that's right.
1: So that's, what my parents would play mm-hmm. when I was walking around the house. Um, probably when I was doing chores, things mm-hmm. like that. That's the stuff we would put in the background. That was when CDs were a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also Take Six. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. those guys. Heck yeah. We played a lot of that. And that's just... I came up listening to that stuff. Yeah. And uh, and then a lot of... I know a lot of older music, older than me music, I should say. And I often get, oh how do you, how do you know about that? But, you know, back... Then there was that station Cool ninety four point five. You remember that? Cool ninety four point five. I didn't grow up here. Oh okay. Well, I missed <laughs> That's that. what they used to call it. cool ninety four point five. Anyways, and they were always playing like um doobie brothers, like you uh-huh. know. Okay. And um
0: Some groovy stuff. Stuff like that. Yeah. Oh man, I had a question that came in and out. Um oh, well, I I mean, take six, uh, incredible harmony, right? I mean Yeah. That, I mean, that must have informed you on some fiber level, um, must have informed your sense of harmony.
1: Yeah. So being able to harmonize uh, is just something that was, I would say, ingrained in me. And that's because as a kid, when I would go visit my dad in Ohio or Indiana, he would often take us to the church he was playing at and put a hymn in my hands and my brothers and sisters put us on the stage and basically church would start and he'd be like, Oh, these are my kids. They're going to sing a song for you. And I didn't know what I was singing. He would just start playing and be like, you're the tenor hit the tenor note. <laughs> and look you at couldn't the words. Read. It's could in you, front of you. You
0: couldn't read the music. Could you?
1: No, I didn't. I wasn't even trying. It was, there were words, you know, hymn books used to have yeah. those, those words in there. And yeah. I just, would just try. And so that, that type of kind of throw you to the wolves yeah. was normal. And I,
0: I think it was good because now if I'm
1: if I'm playing live and they're like, hey, can you do this tune? If I've heard it, then I'm like,
0: yeah, go for it. You know? Or like, if you haven't, you at least have a sense of what the harmony
1: would be. Yeah, and I can right. I can if I hear it once, I can mm-hmm. I can pick it up. So.
0: And so your folks, I'm sorry, your folks were singers and and musicians as well.
1: Yeah, mom is a singer. Uh, pops played the keyboard. He's a singer also. And uh, yeah, and then it's for my mom driving us to school, she would be playing a song on the radio and say sing this harmony sing the alto sing the tenor sing the soprano and it was just kind of a fun thing we would do but you know that was little lessons and yeah figuring it out you sing it no that's not it try again hear the other one <laughs> listen that's not the one
2: you no know. shit yeah that's awesome
1: and as a kid I gotta I gotta admit I didn't start off I mean I started off I think sounding terrible at least to my brothers and sisters because I have memories of them being like does Austin have to sing this like
0: can he sit this one out? He's the off the key, he's I five years know. old. He doesn't <laughs> even know you know.
1: <laughs> it's just like I think sounds coming out. Am I doing it? That's, that's tough,
0: man. Yeah. Tough crowd. And when um all right, so you so you basically grew up here your entire life, but but spent some summers abroad and abroad. Uh in the uh yeah, in the foreign land of Ohio and in Indiana. <laughs> um any any early kind of memories, like, in other words, like, did did you do um, like school band? Did you do choir? Oh, did you where yeah. were you singing? Where was that? Where was that itch being scratched in that in that sense?
1: I didn't think I could sing until it was like eighth grade when they're like, you get to choose an elective, and you're like, what's an elective? And they're like, it's a class you pick, and I was like, okay. <laughs> And so they're like, you can do art or choir or this or that. Woodworking
0: or fucking, yeah.
1: And so I was like, "Uh," I think I did art first because I was like, this is fun. And then they were like, you can't choose art again. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll just do choir because I figured like how hard could it be. And I'm in this class with a bunch of kids. We're all singing and like, wow, man, you you sound good. And I'm like, really? Because like at home, they're like, you're up, you're off. That was flat. Like, Uh (laughs) you know, that's not the one. Sing it better. Right. And so, um. I was like, oh, I guess I'm, I guess I'm not so bad. So then, yeah. I, so then I, I kind of went with it. Did a few other choir classes, and that was high school. Yeah, that was high school. And as far as guitar, I had a friend, uh, Bash. We called him Bash. His name's Matt, and um, he had a, a guitar with five strings on it. Ah. And I just remember, there was a string missing. And you know, there you didn't have phones. You didn't. Everybody right. didn't have game systems. Things like that. So we would just hang out, and I would kind of play on the guitar. And I was like, oh, this is fun. So that's how the whole.
0: Did you ever do lessons on, on guitar or anything?
1: No. Um, I just kind of started teaching myself. Yeah. And then and then it was a hobby. It was something I did occasionally. I would write songs for myself. And then I one day I was like, I hate my job. I want to do this for work. I should probably learn what I'm playing on this thing. Because, you know, mm. like a lot of people can play by ear. It's cool. A lot of people can do it. You pick up the instrument, you learn it. But you know imagine playing songs writing songs and you don't even know what key you're in what chords you're doing because it's just something you do for fun right so yeah realizing i want to get paid for this i was like i should probably learn how to play other people's music
0: Uh uh-huh so this is high school you you, what uh no i was in my 20s when
1: i finally got got serious about it it, yeah. yeah did you do college I did some college, yeah, yeah. I did at Miami University
0: and at That's ASU. Right. Yeah, and but not not music.
1: No, I I didn't major in music. Um When I first got to to ASU, I went to the music school to see like, hey, what can I do? Transfer in here? And the guy was like, here, you know, play something. Let me see you play. And I played. And he was like, oh, he's like, oh, you're really good. And he's like, can you read music? I was like, no. And he was like, okay. So if I told you to play this chord this chord this chord would you be able to do that and i was like no i don't yeah i don't even know like what you're saying he's right. like wow but you're really good i was like so happens when you're bored and you have a guitar i guess right and uh so he said you're gonna have to get like several years of lessons before you'll be able, or he said a few years of lessons before you'll be able to go to school at asu for yeah instance. so yeah. then i said all right let me pick a different major cause, yeah because i was like let me let me get this done yeah and then it would again back burner thing just became this hobby I did. My friends knew I did music, but I wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't. I didn't really show very many. You know, you show your friend like, hey, buddy, check out this song I wrote. And he's like one of two people that heard it. Right. And then one day at, at about 27, I was working a corporate job and I was just like, I can't do this anymore. What and was the and game? I just, uh, I worked at, uh, we'll just say I worked at one of the online schools. Okay. We'll say it that way. Okay. and um, Enough said. And I just was like, I don't, I don't like this. I want to do something else. I had friends doing music; they were successful. Mm-hmm. They would have me sit in on a gig, mm-hmm. sing one or two songs. Like, oh, my buddy's Austin here, come mm-hmm. And they were always like, you know, you could do this. Like, you could, you could make a living off of this. And I just was like, oh, okay. Like, are you sure? I was on that side of the fence, right? Mm-hmm. Where I just didn't know that it was a well, doable thing. Especially you know? coming
0: from you know, like kind of a, a structured, rigid corporate environment nine to five kind of situation. I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, I'm sure the idea of, hold on, I just got to play four or five gigs a week and I can make the same bread roughly. And I'm Mm -hmm. way happier. Yeah. And I'm with my friends making cool things, you know, being quite literally the life of the party. Like that's an option. Yeah. You you know, you
1: can't do that. Right. You have to be depressed every day. You gotta be crazy. And that's how you get your guaranteed income. (laughs) Right. That's like, right. it's like this thing you believe, but then you start to realize it's not guaranteed. You could just as easily get fired mm-hmm. today as right. you could lose a gig right. or, or whatever, you know?
0: And what, what years roughly were you kind of through going through ASU and, and being a part of that scene a little bit? Uh,
1: I would say night from 19 till, <clears throat> a, till about 27, mm-hmm. you know, that was the whole like. Am I going to go to school, take some time off? Am I going back to school? Okay, now I'm going to work this corporate job.
0: Mm -hmm. And it was just kind
1: of like, well, what am I doing? And, uh, you know, you're just kind of living it paycheck at a time, Mm -hmm. right? You're not really right. That's the thing is you're like, okay, I got this job now. It's secure. Let me just stay here. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, it was a good, it was good income. And I think that's what made it really hard to decide to start doing music because I was doing okay. It's a huge leap of faith. Especially for that age, you know, early 20s. Like, I was making more than most people were Mm -hmm. at my age. And um, I just... But I wasn't happy. Mm. And I saw my friends doing music, and they were so happy. And I was like, these are like-minded people. And it's just... Like you said, it's a leap of faith. And I didn't just kind of... I didn't just jump with nothing, right? Right. I I did some savings, you Mm -hmm. know, put some put some acorns away, as they say, and yeah. then, and then I just was like all right i'm gonna I'm gonna do it, and if it works out,
0: you can always go get
1: another corporate gig, yeah, if it doesn't work out, I'm sure I can go back to living like this, right, and, and now I could never well, never being you know, I got a wife and a child, so money's gotta be on the table, but it, right. you know barring a situation where I have to, I can't see myself. Mm -hmm. going back to that life, because as you said, you know, three to five gigs and, and you're good and, and yeah, it's three to five days a week, but it's not eight hours all day. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know, it's just a whole different, it's a whole different beast. I
0: mean, there's a, there's a lot to love about, you know, living the life of a professional gigging musician, but, but it is pretty daunting if it's pretty daunting if you've never, you know, even considered it or, you know it takes a certain person a certain mindset i even i think even to 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 pursue it and to be good at it and and to excel and to you know make enough to support a family that like that's that's huge and not an easy decision to make i'm sure you know
1: yeah well at the time i was single yeah so it actually was it, it i was at that age i was 27 when i said i'm gonna finally do this and I realized I said i'm twenty seven in the next five to ten years, I'm definitely gonna meet someone and settle down so if I'm going to take this leap do and, it now. and try this it needs to be when the only mouth I need to feed is this one right. right and so I did it and i I left and i what was funny is I kind of i like I said I didn't really know chords i didn't i didn't I barely knew first position chords, and so I was like, man, I'm gonna have to learn and it was like, okay this is where second position a minor is. Oh, that's a diminished chord. Like, well, I've heard those, you know, like that type of stuff. Right. And so I'm learning songs. I'm going, Oh, I know this song. And then I'm seeing chords that I'm like, I don't even know how to play this thing, (sighs) right? But now I have to sing it and play it live. And Uh it's not something that I've been doing. So probably my first year, I picked like all slow songs, <laughs> ballads. <Balance. laughs> a whole year of ballads. <laughs> it, yeah. it was a year of ballads. Yeah. But I was like, I gotta okay. I'm gonna pick songs that people like. But I need time to look up at the words, right. <laughs> look back down at my hand, right. and go, "All right, that's the, that's correct." All right, and then start singing. And it was, I got through it. But there were several spots that were like, "Hey man, like you think maybe hey, maybe just pick it up, uh... just pick it up a little bit, <laughs> just like." <laughs> It's just real it's real somber in here, man.
0: I was like, but I need three seconds per chord right now. So this is sorry. Were you going were you like going to clubs and listening to live music when you were at ASU? Was like was that a big thing?
1: Um, no. No. I mean occasionally I would go see my friends. Yeah. Um I'm I'm a homebody, really. Like Mm. if I didn't do music and events. And like DJ stuff and sing winnings and things. I wouldn't even be at parties mm. and it's not cause I don't like to be around people. I just like relaxing at home you mm-hmm. know? or going, I like being outdoors and doing stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. So there wasn't a lot of going out. It was just listening to listening to uh YouTube and CDs mm. and, mm-hmm. and I liked it and I had friends that did music and I would, I would do a lot of writing, you know, and,
0: um, have you recorded any original stuff?
1: Yes. Yeah, if you look me up anywhere um like iTunes, Spotify,
0: okay, Tidal, Amazon Music, things like that, you can you can find my stuff. I'm I'm intrigued with Tidal because I heard that the fidelity was higher. Did you hear this? Like why yeah. like why Tidal? Like why yeah. would you pick Tidal over so, Spotify? Well, first of all, Tidal pays the best per stream. Did you know that? Wow, I didn't. Yeah, Spotify obviously notoriously is terrible yeah. per stream pay. Mm-hmm. Title I think is the highest, and it's like it's like a cent or two cents, right. whereas Spotify is like point oh oh one four cents. Right. You know, so that's why I I was like I gotta check this out. Yeah. And the other thing I heard was that the fidelity was higher, so shit would just sound better. It it
1: does sound good. Hmm. Um, you know, I feel like unless you got cans on, you're mm-hmm. not gonna really. Most people aren't gonna notice. Like if you're just right. playing it out of your TV, right? You're not gonna be like, oh damn, this title is like kicking a lot harder right. than the Spotify is. You're, you're probably not gonna notice. But you got cans on, or if you're playing it through like a nice system, right? You'll probably notice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I guess I'm not really an audiophile in that way. Mm-hmm. To me, it's it's somewhat negligible. But I prefer title for. And I'm not, they're not sponsoring me. I wish they were in some way, but it's just, I like the interface. Mm. There's, there are some cons Mm -hmm. I would say. Like, for example, um, it's easier to find, like you get requests. Do you have this song? Can you find the song? Have you heard this song? Mm -hmm. Right. Are you going to learn it? Anyways, it's easier to find non-explicit versions of songs on iTunes. For some reason on title, I have such a hard time. Hmm. Finding non-explicit versions of songs,
0: clean versions, clean, song. yeah, yeah, clean
1: versions, right. And I don't mind like either way listening on my own, but like if I'm at a party or I'm around people and I know there's kids there and I got right. and I got to pick which one to play from. Some you know, a lot of times I'll go to iTunes just because I'm like they're, they're gonna. It, yeah. I gotta look this song up. Somebody wants to hear it. Right. One of my friends is like, "Can you find this?" But I know we got kids there, so I'm like, All, mm-hmm. yeah, so "I'll go there." But. Mm-hmm. I I just really like enjoy using title. That's what I use most of the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. So all right. So twenty seven. You start to take guitar and singing seriously. You you quit the corporate gig. What does what do the first years of that experience look like for you?
1: I feel like I was lucky, and and I.
0: Just, and what year? What year was this? Was oh, this like man two thousand something? What was it? In the 1900s I want it.
1: It was exactly. <laughs>
0: Was it in the 1900s? No, those were my childhood years, my
1: rearing <laughs> years. Back in the 1900s. Yeah. To travel, you had to yeah. write it down.
0: <laughs> and to yeah. find a
1: stray donkey yeah. and, and tame it. And then in a scientific breakthrough, <laughs> MapQuest was created. <laughs> yeah. If you had a color
0: printer, you were in the squares. <laughs> <laughs> but is it? Is it like... Early two thousands, mid like two thousand tens, like what? What? So where are we? Just, 20, so, just so I can get a context here.
1: I want to say 2012, 2011,
0: okay. 2012, Yeah. Is uh all right? So after the after the big recession, so things are slowly kind of coming back online mm. because I went full full time. I went pro. No, <laughs> I went full time in it's pro two thousand seven. Yeah, you know, and there just there weren't a lot of opportunities mm. and. It was trench warfare in a lot of senses and it, and talk about a fucking leap of faith when there's no work to even be had. Yeah. You had you had to really, I had to budget really for the first time I had to, I, I busted my ass trying to get new gigs and they, they just, it was very, it was a very slow process. That's what I'm saying. Mm. But by 11, 12, we're kind of over that and, and and you know, new restaurants are opening and, And events are happening again and weddings Mm. and corporate events. And, and so there was just, anyway, this huge dip in work. So, all right. Yeah. So we're slowly kind of coming back. Arizona is getting its shit together, so to speak. 2012.
1: Yeah. And I wish I could say that I was like prolific enough to even have those thoughts at the time, but I wasn't, I was just like, I hate this job. It's not the job's fault. I hated the job. I just, it wasn't for me. I didn't like it. And, um, I said it's time to do this, and I did. I didn't have any gigs. I mean, pe- when I told people what I was doing, they were like, "Are you serious?" Like, yeah, what? Where what are you going to work? And what did your like, family what, like?
0: What did your parents think about about the the, the guy that always sang flat in the car? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <I'm laughs> starting out, it was rough, right? No, um, nothing like sibling. Love, yeah. Well, you, you know, know, you to know, to really lift you up as a kid, <laughs> yeah. You know,
1: well, what it was with my family is, is the things you're doing good, vocally, musically, you're doing those good. So I'm not going to bother you about those. Ah. But, but here are the things you did bad that you should fix. And so it was never. I didn't, I never even took it personally. Like it didn't hurt my feelings that I thought I could sing, but not as good as I would be able to sing if okay. I practiced more. Okay. That's kind of how I viewed it.
0: And, you, you know, know tough, even, honest feedback, tough yeah. love. and know, I would it's... hear
1: other people saying it in my head. I'd be like, gosh, this person's terrible. But I also would internally think, but I myself have work to do. Mm-hmm. And so it's rather than being like, they're terrible, it was usually framed as it doesn't sound like they're breathing. Mm. It seems like they went a little flat on that note because they were in their head voice. Like, You know what I mean? Mm. It was more like analytical versus, yeah, versus technical. being like, "Ah, oh, they suck. It wasn't like that. Right. I would just think, you know, if they if they worked on their breathing, they'd probably be a lot better. Huh. Know? Huh. Like, and that was taught to you f- in your, from your family, just from my experience with my interactions with music and and how they talked about music. Huh. Huh. So that's how I used. I would hear someone that was tone deaf and I would think I've, you know, I, we've all met those people who, yeah. when they're on key, it's like phenomenal. You're like, well, this person is a really good singer. And then suddenly they switch keys and they're, clearly unaware of it right, uh, right. and um <laughs> which can happen if you can't hear well but you know right. I'm, I'm talking about people that are tone deaf it's a thing right and i just remember thinking how do you fix that i don't have any solutions for it but yeah. i just thought well maybe if you learned an in- i used to think if you learned an instrument you could play while you're singing and that would kind of help guide you, you right know? That's- and,
0: and you could at least pick out the notes right i mean there's some there's some guide that you can provide yourself. Right. If you're a piano player, you can kind of see it all in front of you, which I, I love about the piano and being able to plunk out some notes or, or, or strum some notes and strum this chord and you can hear how it's built. Right? Yeah. And you're not imagining it all in your head. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: So I don't know. I used to wonder what's the barrier there mm-hmm. for that type of person. Cause I mean, that's gotta be a, do you give vocal lessons? Uh, no, I can. I've had people ask, and I will, yeah. you know, on occasion. But I, but you know, no, I, have, I haven't been a regular vocal, vocal lesson giver. But I usually, yeah. if someone's like, "Hey, can you give vocal lessons?" I will ask them, maybe to sing something for me. Ask them what it is they're trying to work on, and right. just kind of throw them a couple pointers. You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I give. I guess I give out free 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 tips. advice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you should charge people for that shit, man. <laughs> Jeez. All right, so so a couple lean years, and and what do those early gigs look like? And I did so many like four hour gigs for a hundred like, dollars, and, and and accompanying yourself on guitar, yeah, guitar, okay. restaurants hour, and yeah, restaurants.
1: Yeah. I mean, anywhere that was like, we need someone to do music. Can you play? In my mind, you know, coming from the corporate world, I was like, I can get a hundred bucks today, like <laughs> right. for how many hours? Like right, right. What I will, yeah yeah i'll do it you know
0: i'll be early yeah
1: having having been in the game a little bit longer i have more just like any field you get more experience you get better equipment yeah you you have better material that's going to cost a little bit more right but you know those early years i just was happy to to have gigs and i just i never i never had the struggle that people talk about the like Struggling musician, starving musician, like type of thing. I I never had that. I used to mm-hmm. do a lot more gigs, right, to get to get there, to be comfortable. Yeah, to yeah. be comfortable. So now I can do it in less because you know, right. Things are better now. More more places need music, and I'm better at what I do. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I've I, I've been I've been lucky enough to to not have that. And being that I just kind of jumped out and just took a leap. With savings. Like, my plan was this. This is my plan, because you got to have, like, some type of plan, right? Mm -hmm. I said, all right, I'll give myself six months of savings. Mm -hmm. I'm going to build up six months of savings. To pay my bills. And then I'm going to quit. And in that six months, I have to learn up to four hours of music to do. And this is coming from a point where I knew maybe one cover song. Mm -hmm. Maybe Mm -hmm. one. You know? (laughs) And so I didn't realize how daunting of a task that was. That's why I said when I finally started getting gigs, I was like, I'm doing slow
0: songs, you know. Um, I loved it so much in the first set. <laughs> I'm going to play it in the second, third, and fourth set. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you didn't know there was this much R&B to go around. Um, and was that the book or just R&B
1: kind of to start? Was that I, I just, if I was like, I can play this. Then I would play it. Mm-hmm. So who did I play a lot of? I I discovered Amos Lee at that time. This is so dope. But, you my know, man. his stuff's mellow. Right. slow so material. You know, Alan right. Stone. I like that stuff. Yeah. Bobby Caldwell. Sure. You know, taking it there. Um, And then also, you know, there's the classic acoustic version of any song you want. Right. So yeah. if it was a fast song, but I was like, I think I should play it because people like it. I would just kind of slow it down. Yeah. To, to put it at my.
0: That was my move. At the pace I could do. Yeah. Right and um yeah boil some of the changes down yeah and you can still sing the melody and you can get the song over but you're not chomping, you know, these crazy chords yeah, to get it over, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that, you know, that was the first year but but right um uh time-wise I was actually spending a lot of time doing it. So right. It wasn't necessarily like I stopped working Right. It's just my work became different. And right. so it was the first year was a lot of building, building up a repertoire, learning songs. And that came from, I had a friend, um, Giovanni, do you know Giovanni? Yeah. He's motto? Yeah. Giovanni Amato. Great guy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, he was one of the people who also encouraged me to start doing music because we met, hmm. he was a singer, we you know, and I like singing. So we just kind of revived it on stuff and like, was he at ASU or how did you meet him? Oh man. How did I meet him? Okay, here's a funny... Here's Well, not funny, but interesting story. My brother was hanging out at some bar just having a drink. Giovanni was there, too. They start chatting because they're sitting next to each other. We find out that Giovanni used to sing with my mom. Oh. Because he's like, oh... You know, somehow it, somehow it came about. Oh, I know her. I used to sing. So we're like, oh, okay. And then we end up all hanging out another time. Huh. And then it was like, yeah, he's a singer, and I just... At the time, not really liking my job, thinking about doing music, I start kind of chewing his ear off about it, and I'm just like, "Okay, so how many songs do you have to know?" You know, I'm like quantifying it, just trying to figure out. I mean, these are what do I need to do? These are
0: things. These are things that you don't really consider, but you know, it's like, okay, how many songs fit in four hours? Yeah. What gear do I need? Like all right it can't it can't all be one genre so all right so i got to split the shot i mean it's this whole approach yeah you know that 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 you don't really think about i don't you don't think about it now but mm-hmm. i was in the same i was in the same boat trying to figure all the like speaker size and what microphone and and do i am i going to loop you know like all that all that yeah yeah and technology has has leaps and bounds since when i started but didn't mean cut you up, and but and by no, the way, no. It's a, it's a good it's a good point. There's so many different things that <clears throat> go into a four hour the, the you know the cat or the lady that you see at some bar who's doing three or four hours. That that's you know there's a lot a lot of prep that needs to happen before you see the final the you know the final product. But hours and hours and of figuring out and uh, obviously shedding your instrument and and but but you know dialing in your your set list and I mean there's so much shit. That goes into it. <clears throat> but Giovanni yeah. was singing with your mom where? In church or um, something? Or? Where
1: did they? Oh, man. I wish I could tell. I think it was just corporate things,
0: weddings, clubs. So your mom was, was a gigging Oh, yeah. Musician. she's
1: She was a gigging musician. Oh. She's a phenomenal singer. Okay. And, and you know you might say, oh, that's your mom. You're biased. But no. like My mom is really. She's really good. I believe it. And uh, I still, to this day, enjoy watching her sing. And So she did it for years. Yeah. Um, she did the gigging thing. Yeah, She did it for many years. Here here in Phoenix? Yeah, in Arizona. Um, Wow. She sang with Sister Sledge for a while, traveled with them. Okay. Which was, I think, really fun. I'm sure it was. And um, I I couldn't tell you exactly where they sang or when they sang, but I know she was gigging. She was part of the scene. They did gigs together, and um, yeah, that's how they met. So I'm talking to him, and and he he heard me sing, right? Uh, Because we were interested in music so we would kind of sing stuff for fun and kind of record it and we're just having having a having a good time and he's like man you know because I'm asking him about this and he's like you could do it and I was like you know but I don't mean to I was like I don't, even, it's, I don't mean to pry but like
0: what's your income how like? much money are you making yeah <laughs> right I need to see last year's tax return because as I said cough <laughs> it up homie. yeah yeah exactly. I'm serious I want to know income expenses yeah
1: yeah because I just was like all right man well let's talk real you know right because i was doing pretty good for myself right but i like financially but i was like i'm not happy so i need to find that balance and uh he told me how he was doing and um i said oh that's reasonable that's actually really good man yeah as a um, baseline or whatever you know yeah and he was like yeah it's between this and this typically Mm -hmm. this is this is how this is what i'm doing and I, i thought oh shit like that's that's not too bad i also thought to myself that's how he's doing that's not how i'm going to be right. doing when i first start right he's been doing this for like a while mm-hmm. but it gave me kind of a goal a realistic goal yep to get to and and uh i just did it and even those broke years like i i wasn't struggling musician my bills were paid but right. there wasn't a lot of like yeah, you going know, out? Yeah,
0: you're not you know. going on vacation in Italy for ten days. You know Yeah, what I mean? or
1: just even to California, <laughs> like you know, like right. I was or right. Sedona. I was right. like, nah, we can't do that. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, but being a homebody became an advantage then, right? Because I wasn't right. wasn't worried about it. And uh, you know, a lot of dollar store menu, <laughs> a lot of <laughs> dollar menu, a lot of like, okay, how can I make this yeah. 99 cent burger into a Whopper. Let's see. <laughs> got to stretch. This I got 32 out a little bit. cents. The tomatoes are 12
0: cents. Double, <laughs> that's, double that's, tomato, it. please. Let me get that vegetable on there. Side salad. And and all right. So 27. You do the thing. 2012. All right. So, I, what, like looking back on your career from from that point to now what was the the big change in your career? Like uh, when maybe something clicked beyond that, those first couple of years where you're doing the four hour hits for a hundred bucks, like what was the, what was the moment that it kind of clicked into gear?
1: It, I I would say stamina was something I had to start to consider because I was doing, I mean, I play electric now. um, And the reason I say that is because I was playing acoustic guitar for four hours. Like, and this is no looper no tracks no band like it's just that thing and you got to start playing more upbeat you got to start playing this and i did i was do you know i had the stamina there but after weeks where it was like okay i got 7 gigs this week two of the days i have doubles like yeah and i'm just taking anything i can get right i started to be like i need to start Making more and working less. Uh-huh, right. You know, because this is not sustainable. Like, I'm, my voice is getting tired. I was drying myself out. You're just beating yourself up, trying to keep that income coming in.
0: That's a hard schedule to maintain. <laughs> yeah,
1: and so I said, okay, well, how do I do To ask for more, i got to be better, right? Because mm. um, just like any field, you know, there's a painter who will paint your whole house for $500, and there's a company who it's going to cost you 5,000. Right. And you're, what you're getting isn't necessarily, it doesn't mean the $500 painter isn't skilled, but he may be willing to cut corners or he may not be willing to cut corners. But with the 5,000, you're getting a warranty. You're getting these uh-huh. materials. You know, that they're using the best, this the best that, you know, that they're hiring the best people. So mm-hmm. I had to, I had to start thinking of it in that way. Yeah. And so that, I think that was the turning point for me is, is, uh, I got to get better at what I'm doing, I need better equipment mm. that's going to last and sound better. I need, you know, to look better and present myself in a, in a, in a way that isn't like, Oh yeah, this guy will play at my bar for,
0: right. He'll know. sit up in the corner and we'll, and we'll give him see. 15
1: bucks an hour. Yeah. He'll probably do it. You know, like I I right. want to, you know, it's like, a, you know, you got to look the part and be the part if you want to. And so, so then I said, all right, I got to really start learning this instrument and yeah it's crack down a little bit more and i think uh like i said it's like anybody in in any field you do it for a while and you got to decide am i going to stay
0: here huh. or or um Let me get closer to the mic here there you go you sound good when you <laughs> get up close on that i guess yeah. yeah
1: am i going to stay here or or am i going to advance right. right and um
0: well let's talk about your use of technology because as i said we just saw you play and you know, you were you, you were using backing tracks and and you had is it a strat? No, what 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 was it?
1: So this this guitar, I have a few guitars that I love the sound of, and I got this as a toy during the pandemic. Hmm. Right, I'm at home, I'm bored. It was like my birthday, and my wife's like, "Well, what do you want for your birthday?" I was like, "Well, we probably shouldn't be spending money because I haven't gigged in, hmm. I don't know how long, but I do have some savings." we doing you know blah blah blah, justified it because it's a toy. Yeah. And uh it's a very axe hmm. which is a is I think I think what they're going for is variety in your axe that's the guitar. That's probably my <laughs> guess. I don't know. Um so like is has modeling or, or it like, has modeling on it yeah. and so it's like I have amps on that thing. Hmm. And it's pretty cool for So you for, go direct if you I mean Yeah, I just it was DI, what you guys heard?
0: DI into the into your one speaker there.
1: Yep. Well I went into the mixer.
0: Okay. So I could right, get right, a slight sure. EQ on it, but yeah.
1: But yeah, I don't need an amp. I don't, and for solo stuff, even really up to a trio, I'm okay with that. because oh. like trio, you you, you know you could put yourself in your own monitor, right? And yeah. that's fine. When it starts to be a bigger man, I think it's a good idea to have an amp.
0: Have a little stage volume. So that
1: yeah, but this thing is so much fun, and I'm, i I've almost stopped bringing pedal boards. Yeah, you know, and I have fun pedals and fun pedal boards that that I like to use. But when you're like effort to income type of thing sometimes i'm just like "Mm," especially for the shorter stuff Mm -hmm. i like that guy Mm -hmm. and um it's fun it's really fun there's acoustic models on there you can customize a couple it has like you can drop tune on it you know and it's it's right i have opinions about the the uh yeah quality of those tunings right, right. but really used correctly you know you can have a lot of fun with them
0: but what a what a what a mind fuck um to be to be playing in your standard tuning but have it be drop d yeah and but i still have to do the same the same chord forms as if it was standard tuning yeah i i would think no, or if, if you, it's standard tuning, you'd be but it's drop D, you as if to... it's drop D,
1: right, right? Because what's happening is it's gonna, it's basically right. digitally altering that sound I, it's before like, it comes out. So it's really it's crazy, too you know? much for
0: my brain. Yeah,
1: yeah it's <laughs> like I can't. It's I weird. Don't and want then, to
0: think about this.
1: Well, know? and then you got to remember. Let's say you used it right, and because there's this song that you're using oh, right. it on, and you, to you go to the next song, you got to remember <laughs> to put it back. Or what you find yourself doing is. Adjusting oh, your tuner. Oh, God. And then you're like, you adjust and, your and, and tuner, <laughs> and then you pick another amp model, and you're like, what the hell?
0: All like, hope what? is lost. <laughs> like, why does my guitar sound like this? I would know? just put the guitar down and say, thank you very much. I'm going home now. Yeah. Um, and then and then, tell me the, the reasoning behind using tracks. So I used a looper for years, and I still have it,
1: and I bring it out occasionally.
0: What'd you get? You had the RC20, you uh, had the RC50.
1: Three hundred. Oh, my. Yeah. The Boss RC 300. 300.
0: Sounds better. I, had the tw- I still use the 20. The well,
1: 20 it's- is cool. So the 300, I bought it um, probably like 2014. Yeah. I got it shortly after I started doing music. And I started doing that because I was doing these long gigs, right? right. And the stamina thing was an issue. And I was like, okay, how can I like, give my hand a break right. from all these bar chords? Because those were the songs I was learning. Right. And I was like, man, if I get a looper, I can just do that. So then what ended up happening is I was like, well, I got these loops going, but now I feel like I should be doing some lead stuff. So then I started digging in and let me learn some phrases and some things I can do over top of it. So I enjoy using the looper and it's fun for me and other musicians who are watching and people who haven't, I noticed, I find that the like artsy events would prefer a looper to a backing track. Huh? Cause they want to see you create the backing track. Right. And they're like, wow, that was cool. Did you see how he did that? Other musicians. Oh, that's, Oh, he's using a bass amp. Oh wow. He's adding. Yeah. This always gets, you know, you see them noticing and enjoying. Right. Whereas like a restaurant or a bar or, or like an event where you're basically background music, it's up to you. Do you want to put all that effort in? Right. Or do you just want to have a backing track and play over top of it? And so there's harmonies and I have a harmony pedal too. That's fun for your voice for the voice. Yeah. I, I haven't brought it out in a while, but with the looper, it was useful because if you've got a hook with harmonies, instead of having the hook come around seven times so that I can make this really fat harmony, right. I can use the pedal and right. And maybe one or two times. And I got that harmony, like that's really nice. That's one
0: of the things that I, I, you know, I got really into looping for a minute. And one thing I never, well, one thing I wanted to avoid was th- I didn't want to be the guy that it took three minutes to put your thing together. Yeah. And I don't know how much you know about the RC-20, but it's super linear. You can't, like, peel a layer back. You can't. Yeah. It's like, once you start that motherfucker, you're on the train. Yeah. Until you stop it, delete it, and you're going to start over now? Like, you just spent three minutes. Yeah. But you didn't get it just right, and I just didn't want to be the guy that, that. It's like, just play the song. Mm -hmm. and That became my mantra. Yeah. Just play the song. And if there's like, maybe you want to take a section in the middle and do some lead stuff over it and just give you, like, as as you say, like, give yourself a break, give your voice a break and just, you know, do some learning on the spot. There's value. I see that. Yeah. But I'm not going to do an eight, nine, 10 minute song. Yeah. That, that is a Beatles song at two minutes and 20 seconds. Yeah. Because you you had a 16 bar loop and you uh, messed up on 14. (laughs) Right. Okay, guys, cancel it. Start <laughs> over. Sorry, man. I mean, you're banging the shit for some, for some bass drum. and yeah, you're trying to get yeah. the things, and, you know. And you didn't
1: mute your mic, so now it's like <laughs>
0: yeah. every
1: time the chorus comes around. Right. Yeah. That's that's. Um, I've done gigs where they're like, "Yeah, you were looping, but like it didn't take that long." And and that's didn't start out that way, right? right. We've all been the guy there's definitely it a, took a long curve. time and you were like that felt terrible. Like mm-hmm. it took me, that was five minutes. Right. It's supposed to be a two, two minute and 30 seconds on. Right. Right. It took me three minutes to get the loop right. Uh-huh. And so, um, yeah, you know, um, but this is all to like, why are you, why are you using tracks? And it's because it's, it's, it allows me more space. I think creatively to do lead stuff mm-hmm. vocally, it gives me some space,
0: um, well, I think one thing that I did notice was that you were able to maintain a high energy. This is this is another thing that maybe you can speak to. Oh, uh, yeah. That when the when the GM comes over and says, "Listen, um, first of all, we love your work, um, but you're going to have to. I need the volume down. You know, can't be too loud, but I need that energy up."
1: Yes. Yeah. I want you to be as quiet as a mouse and as hype as a
0: dancing mouse. As like a, as I, <laughs> we want, we want the energy of a kiss show. <laughs> But the volume of NPR, yeah, exactly. I mean, like, uh, okay, like, talk about yeah. being set up to fail. So one thing I did notice uh, was that you were able to maintain a certain energy level. Um, you could enter the song quickly, play the head, play the play the hook, get right into it. You weren't, again, sitting there three minutes trying to bang out some loop. Yeah, you were able to provide this consistent thing and just looking around being an observer you know obviously you're playing tunes you know these awesome tunes from the you know 80s 90s whatever even before that you know from the 1900s and <laughs> and i was just like wow this is this is really appealing this is a mm-hmm. this is a certain gear that you can go to yeah you know you don't have to be the the you know the quiet acoustic coffee shop cat you can you can provide a certain thing in a, in a small space too. Like you're, you know, you're in this area. Anyway, there, there's so many things that could, you could look at it objectively and think this isn't going to work, Yeah, but it worked. And I think the way you use technology, your song choices, your, obviously your, your skill and your voice and your ability to, to create this thing that, that I, that's a thing that I can't, I don't do that, you know? Mm. So it's just, it was really cool to see. Oh.
1: Yeah, man. I, it's, it evolved, right? Um, I started off as the acoustic slow guy. Yeah. I started, I started. I doing, still am the acoustic yeah. slow guy, <laughs> which is a, a thing. There's yeah. often times where I go and I want to hear that, right? you know, I want to be relaxing right. in like a nice cafe with just some dude that sounds like John Maron, you know, right? just chilling smooth vibes. I love that. Um, and I do that if it calls for it right right but this the spot you saw me at it's like you know it's a brunch spot people busy. people are there it's high busy energy, it's high energy open kitchen
0: people running around yeah. you know and with groups of people it's,
1: yeah and you're you're kind of the vibe you're the vibe
0: mm-hmm. for that right? right so people come well, in you match that energy that's what i think is yeah. so cool you know and you have these different gears you can go do it you could go you could go sing with the devils you can go do this you can go be the singer songwriter in the corner like you, you are versatile, you know? Appreciate that. Thank and you. obviously, as you say, like, you can't come out of the box like that. But you yeah, have you, a choice. Not. You have a choice to diversify what you can provide. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I think
1: um, a lot of us that do this, a lot of people I meet that have been doing it for a while are versatile. And I think that's, that's what happens when you've been in business for a while, yeah. right? Like, you know, there are some people... That can be the in and out of of music, mm-hmm. and they're just like, I sell cheeseburgers. How do, how would you like this? Right. This is what I sing. This is like right. like there's flamenco bands. They're great. They do flamenco. Right. Don't come up and ask. Hey, do you do the Al Green? No, we don't. Right. And they're completely successful that way. And then the, the singer songwriters I've found, like myself, a lot of people. Oh, you're a singer songwriter. And I I've always just said I'm a musician,
0: mm-hmm. and I've never. And there's nothing wrong with that term. I just... You don't want to be constrained by that, What, but the definition of what a singer-songwriter is or...
1: I feel like when people hear singer-songwriter, they think, they have they idea think you're going to get, you know, like... Your body is wonderland. Yeah.
0: For three hours. Different right. versions of that, which right. is
1: great. But I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I just, I provide music is what I like I to do. I feel like
0: that's, that decision, That that is like, I remember kind of a major fork in the road in my career was... That's that that thing. Do I want to be highly specialized in one thing Mm -hmm. or do I want to diversify and be able to do a little bit of everything? You know, do I want to, you know, whatever, start this one band and have that band be my thing and have that define me and put all of my energy into that band? Or do I want three bands that do Mm. different things that can be hired for different things? And that way the natural evolution of bands and ebbs and flows and you always have something going on and yeah. you're always hireable. Yes. I think that's that's what became,
1: like you talked about what was your turning point, yeah. right? And so I started thinking about those things. Okay, how can I make more money, better equipment, better at doing what I do? Mm-hmm. But I also thought to myself, it like you said, am I going to specialize in I only do this acoustic guitar thing? Like what can I do to make this more interesting? Mm-hmm. And um, well, and you—that's lo- when the looper happened, right? So then right. I started doing. Then you, you know, just like all of us. Oh, there's a harmony pedal. Oh, there's this gadget. There's that gadget. You know, we like the technology of it. And I feel like seeing the reactions of people, as you said, being an observer, seeing that I was getting more of a rise out of people by doing the upbeat stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't just like, yeah, I got paid, but I also people seem to like this more. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the business of having people enjoy themselves as far as the making money of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of started, I started bringing a drum machine with my looper a couple, mm. uh, one time, not one time, but there was a while where I was setting up a cajon and a hi-hat and a little mini snare. And I would loop a beat and do like seven songs over that one beat. Mm. And so that kind of started being my thing with the looper. I don't know. I've seen other guys do it, Yeah. but what I'll do, cause it's a three track, the 300, And I'll take um, one of my tracks, that's the rhythm track. And so I'll do a rhythm, let's say it's 140 BPMs. That's a good example of one. And so some songs may come in at 129 and the other ones are at 145, but I could probably make these all fit Mm -hmm. at this rhythm that I've made. Mm -hmm. And so I started doing these medleys because I was like, I don't want my loops to stop. It'd have to be another 10 minutes. Right
0: set something every up. time are you playing the guitar i'm just saying logistically you're you have you're you're sitting on the cajon hi-hat snare mm-hmm. and your guitar is in your lap yeah or, or do you have to go to another station or pick up the guitar and do? so
1: i used to I oh my gosh my first loop like we called it i say we because i had a, a buddy that plays drums his name's brandon thomas he's really good we played together for years and um we would i would use a looper and he played drums and so i just kind of had a click track in his ear uh-huh and so once i start he's just he would just play the drums and i could use all three tracks instead of having a rhythm uh-huh. track right and right. so these these looping things started happening so
0: so you would send him
1: you would send him the click i'd send him a click to his ear and he had to get used to it cuz that particular machine doesn't have a click the the best you can get is a hi-hat and the uh-huh. problem with that is it kind of you it, it makes it hard to swing things it makes it hard uh-huh. to like right so he had to get really good at just like right. using it as his guide, but not letting it trap right. him. And right. And he did. He got good at it. Um, but the reason I bring that up is because what ended up happening is when I wasn't with him, now I'm feeling like my loops are just so dead, right? Cause uh. I've gotten spoiled and had a live right. drummer with me and I got three tracks to loop on and he can just change the beat at will when he right. hears what I'm playing. And it was, it's a lot of fun. So then I said, I'm, all right, let me bring a whole freaking drum kit. This is like when I just was like carrying everything to these gigs. Right. And yeah, I had a cone and I would, I put it next to me. I had a swivel seat, drummer's throne. Okay. Yeah. And So yeah. I'd swivel. Yeah. Boom. Do my loop. Come back and, and play as many songs as I could. And then I said, I don't want to bring a kit. So then I got like a drum pad thing. <sighs> And I was doing that, and then it was cool. But I was also like, God, I'm just I'm bringing so much stuff, and so kind of it started to compact yes, and compact. Totally. And I was like, I don't really need a drum machine if I just use my iPad. I can make a loop on here. And then I was like, Well, if I'm gonna make the loop on my iPad, maybe I could just make a track or have right. a track, and right. and just the point is, I'm playing and singing over this. Right. I don't need to bring five thousand pounds of. It's so
0: funny how stuff. You know, it only takes a couple summers of gigging. In Arizona to realize I want to be in, in one <laughs> Yeah you, I remember the first yeah. time I got the rock and roller cart Yes I was like, f- f- game changer Yeah, didn't take you four hours just to get just your gear on You are walking stuff in, four trips to the car You're like, why am I bringing a, ca- a cajon to this gig again? Oh, gee You know, and then yeah. you, and then everything gets smaller I remember I went from 12s to 8s Yeah You know, I went from a big mixer to a four channel mixer yeah because why know? do you need 12 channels no, don't i don't yeah. want any of that i don't even want to expand the cart <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean i am the laziest gigging musician hey but that happens it's, i mean it, but it's funny yeah. how like you think oh i gotta i'm gonna do this i'm gonna bring all this gear it's gonna blow mines yeah you know it, and then you're like nah i think i'm just gonna bring this uh Eight this four channel mixer exactly, and the guitar. You know, yeah, it's like that.
1: It's like that trope: the musician brings five thousand dollars of gear. Right, five hundred miles away to a gig that pays a hundred dollars for in, eight hours right. in a car that costs in three <laughs> <000 or> thousand. <whatever laughs> yeah, yeah, in, a, a, in a car that costs three grand with, with the windows are broken. Right, uh, let's take a break. But I got a new guitar. You did? No, I'm saying that's oh, the musician.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. My car broke down. I'm going to be
0: late, but I'll be bringing my new Strat. Right, right. Once I get there, I swear to God, you're going to love it. it hey, friends. Hey, listeners of the podcast, thanks for listening. I'm very fortunate to have two sponsors for this episode of So The Story Goes, two different unique products that encourage a better sleep routine, help you get better sleep, and I'd love it if you tried these products out. Both products have discount codes, so buckle up. First, I want to tell you about Melt Into Z. We all know that good sleep is necessary for your body and mind to function. And what if there was a sleep supplement that melts in water? I'm listening. Introducing Melt Into Z's. That's MeltIntoZZZ.com. Make a nightly ritual of sipping, slowing down, and preparing for rest. All natural, organically sourced ingredients. Melt Into Z's has a tasty vanilla chai flavor. I can attest to that. And it's a beautiful nighttime wind-down routine. We're offering a buy one, get one half off with coupon code PODCAST. Visit one of their websites, MeltIntoZ.com. That's MeltIntoZZZ.com. Or hippiesoulwellness.com. hippiesoulwellness.com. Order today and get a better night's sleep starting tomorrow next up i want to tell you about Silentium did you wake up this morning ready to take on your day or did you find yourself hitting the snooze button a couple of times a restful night's sleep can help you get back in the swing of things and Silentium's proprietary blend of ingredients helps you sleep better snore less wake rested and enjoy your day Silentium plus available on our website that's www.silentiumplus.com. That's www.s i l e n t i u m p l u s dot com. And here's a special offer just for our podcast listeners. Silentium is offering a buy one get one half off. Just use the promo code Brian when you're checking out. Silentium, sleep better, snore less. Wake rested.
1: It was like, uh, what do you think? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it sounds Italian. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you mentioned you mentioned Amos Lee, and we kind of breezed over it, but that was a big moment for me um, because he was really for me the kind of I mean, outside of maybe. Um, a John Mayer But Just had my sensibility mm. You know There was a soulfulness A simplicity To what he did Beautiful voice Yeah he's amazing Great lyricist And He was signed to Blue Note And you know and Being a jazz fan Like How did A singer songwriter Get signed mm. You know to Blue Note, Nora Jones is on that record, that first record. So I was just curious where you came into his music and and what – was there a particular uh, song that you're like, whoa, 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 what's what's this?
1: Man, I, c- I couldn't tell you, but I know this was the YouTube. I mean, people still do YouTube, but
0: this was before like
1: like everything was – you know, it was 2012, which doesn't sound like that long ago, but mm-hmm. you know, it was a while ago. So, but so it, so think, it wasn't you know, that
0: first record then, because no,
1: that, I I literally was I think listening to I had YouTube on music, mm-hmm. and it would just kind of play songs, right?
0: Just throw tunes, and at it would you.
1: it would you know you play a you play a video, and another one pops up, and it's mm-hmm. like you might like this, and I right. said all right, so I clicked on it, and it was like Amos Lee singing yeah. Sweet Pea or something, yeah. And I thought, is this an old tune that I haven't mm. learned yet? Because that's mm. what's that's cool what about his like style. It, like, yeah. he, he writes things that feel as though you should have known them. Yeah, you like, this that, sounds that's... like an oldie I didn't learn yet. And then you're like, oh, no, he wrote this. Like, I this is like Arms of a Woman.
0: That's from the first record. Yeah. I mm. love that shit. one.
2: Holy shit. I am at ease in the arms of a woman. Although now most of my days I spent alone
1: A thousand miles from the place I was born But when she wakes me, she takes
2: me back home
1: But again, there was two reasons I picked it. Well, three, I, I would say I picked it. One, I thought, this guy sounds great. Like two, I thought, I can do these. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like A, B. Oh, you're was, saying guitar-wise. It was great alphabet songs. You right. know what I mean? Like right. It was just pretty much A B A B C. Yeah, Double A. Yeah, a. Double a. <laughs> yeah he yeah. did great. He did great right. at writing them. Very simple. And I was like, these are slow. These are simple. He has a similar, similar uh, timbre, I would say, to yeah. what I have. Yeah. And I was like, I'd probably sound okay singing these. So I learned when I learned two, I learned three. Yeah. And, um, so there's a lot of songs of his that I used to cover that I don't do anymore. Not cause I don't like them, but just cause I'm doing more upbeat stuff now. But occasionally I'll go, oh, remember, I remember
0: that one. Let's do that. Let's talk about, so you have a couple records on Spotify.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, one from 2013, you said, this is 27 year old Austin.
1: Yeah, so that that one is called Offhand Footnotes. Um and that was a Look a, at this the, cat on the for, I know right, there. cool guy, cool guy beach. <laughs> classic acoustic song right off into the
0: sun. Where is the, the sun beach? Yeah, my silhouette.
1: I didn't even know that picture was being taken. I was just walking and I was like, "Oh, that's, this This is an album cover." Album
0: cover, cover baby. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it.
1: Uh, yeah. You you see the uh let's see what did I use? Probably probably uh Photoshop. For the letters, you know, Photoshop's right, right, got that, right. it's got that, uh, right. the A with the arrow. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> yep.
0: You are, you are... Uh, That's I a don't... gradient
1: filter on there. It's a gradient.
0: A renaissance, man. <laughs> I love
1: it. <laughs> I think there's a mouse on there. Let me see. I think Banjo Let's Mouse is on there. What's, yeah. What's Banjo Mouse? So it's really tiny and he's above my, right above the... the uh, oh,
0: yeah. Banjo Mouse. Yeah, so... So offhand
1: footnotes. Offhand footnotes. This is the quick, record. That- quick sidebar. What's yeah. Banjo Mouse? Me and Giovanni used to hang out. One of the things we did was I had a doodle board, uh. and I drew a mouse playing a banjo on that on that page. Yeah. I ended up deciding that Banjo Mouse was kind of like my little
0: He's your spirit. Little
1: you know. logo. And I don't even play the banjo, which is, yeah. I could just call him Guitarist Mouse, but Banjo just, you know. Banjo Mouse. Hey, he plays the banjo. It's
0: not me. It's him. <laughs> it's <laughs> journey, not mine. sister <laughs> know. <laughs> So we listened to uh Moonlight. That was one that you thought people
1: liked that one. Yeah. And and that was for me it's it's a song I still do. Uh-huh. To this day and I have other ones on there that that were fun but that one I feel like was more more timeless in that um it's evolved with me how I play the song and it was one of those ones that just people were like, "Oh, I like that one." Right? You write, you know, you write 12 songs and people seem to really like this one. So Yeah. Yeah. So it was good um obviously being more seasoned now there's more seasoning on it when i Mm -hmm. when i play
0: it but um and 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 it's and it's just basically you on vocals and guitar and playing the bongos yeah i
1: play i play bongos i think there was like a rain stick and Um, you cut this in a studio somewhere in town i did it was i want to say make sure i get this right arrowhead studios okay and um you know it was cool it was like a hot summer you know, I just, I remember being just barefoot. It was a hot summer. It was a hot <laughs> summer day in Arizona. At Arrowhead Studios. Classic name for. an Austin Carthel. Carthel. Stepson, Stepson. Cantrell. Stepson. That's the one I get to. Ah, like, Where's
0: the end? Where's the end? There's yeah. no end in here. Cantrell? Uh, Cartwell? I'm like, Car- W? Okay. Carthel. You're not even reading. <laughs> you stopped at C and <laughs> gave up. Just, okay. I
1: don't know what it is you worry about, <laughs> if you're anything. Sometimes you'll find you'd rather be chilling back. You need to set it all aside, sit and relax your body. I think you should be better in the moonlight.
0: Sounds like you are a very intentional writer. You like, I want to create something that sounds like this.
1: Yeah, How do I do that
0: yeah is that is that part of your process or
1: you know um i would say it is a process that i use Mm -hmm. i don't i don't like i don't have one process in that i don't i don't feel like i've found the golden ticket yet right Mm -hmm. but some things work and some things don't but sometimes i'm just i'm i'm bored i'm angsty and as a musician you're like okay i'm feeling bored and i'm feeling anxious and for me this is my release so i know when i start feeling that way that i probably need to go write some music Hmm. doesn't mean it's going to be great but it means i'll get that catharsis yeah that energy out of me apparently i need that's what i need that's Hmm. that's just been my thing and so um for moonlight i when i wrote that song like the, the the lyrics i don't know what it is you worry about if you're anything at all like me you need to ease your mind sometimes I find you'd rather be chilled back. You need to let it all aside. Sit and relax your mind. I think you should be bathing in the moonlight. And none of that rhymes. I know you but for some reason, it works. when it's played over that song, it right. just fits. And when I wrote that song, it was one of the most stressful times <clears throat> that I was going through at that age. Right. Mm-hmm. Looking back, it wasn't that stressful. But at the time, I was like, it's <laughs> have I'm you, have so you. stressed yeah. right now. And so I actually wrote that with the intention of trying to... Relax myself, hmm. and so again, probably why it came out good. When songs yeah. are have real emotions right. behind them, they tend to be better, so. right? So yeah, for that when I was intentional, I was like, I'm stressed, I I, I need to you need a mantra, I need a mantra, you know, I need to like, get the stress off me. And yeah. So I was sitting on the back porch, the moon was out, and I just kind of press record and f- yeah,
0: yeah, A plus B equals C.
1: Yeah. Well, it was there was. A lot of rough drafts, I'd say, right? But the gist of the song came yeah. out. Um, but if I were... To, as I said, I don't have a process, but I, I think that was a a little false because when I write a song, I do come in with intention, but for me, lyrically, I, I feel like if I try to be rhymey, this is going to sound terrible because mm. I've never been... Like, I can say things that rhyme, but it's just i don't know feels contrived or or tried trying to rhyme a cliched so Mm -hmm. when i wrote that song i was like i'm not gonna try to rhyme i'm just gonna Mm -hmm. say what i feel like saying you know i think for me it's does it match rhythmically Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i'm probably worried more about like the syllables right than Mm -hmm. i am about do does it match because i've this is just my opinion i think if 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 rhythmically it matches it doesn't Necessarily need to rhyme, and mm-hmm. um, that comes from my brother when I was a kid. You know, it was like you have to write poetry for class or something like that. And so I'm like, hey, bro, like, what do you think of this poem? You know, I'm sitting at the table and I'm barely able, and I want to, you know. And it's like, I just read a fable. I right. just read a fable, and he was right. like, bro, you would like you don't have to rhyme all the time. I was like, but or, it's poetry, right? Or there are different rhyme schemes, right? But at the time, he right. I was thinking poems rhyme because right. you're in school, and it's like I have to write a poem. A A A A
0: b b b b yeah c c c c
1: so so that uh i think opened this whole door of like wait a minute you can write mm-hmm. words that are saying something and it doesn't have to rhyme and that's yeah. a poem you know right so i kind of w- go to that when i think about writing music that it doesn't have to rhyme just say what you want to say and does it feel good when i'm hearing this does it does it feel good mm mm-hmm. mhm if i if i listen to it back right you listen to it back and that day it feels good cuz you're like oh, i wrote it but 2 days later you're like what the hell like right that's a terrible <laughs> that's a terrible phrase it doesn't even sound right well, <laughs> is that even a word <laughs> is that even a word you can't just shape <laughs> syllables how you want them
0: say it say it correctly and i love that you cut you said you cut that on an mbox
1: yeah, that was on an inbox oh, in my room. Out. Yeah, man. Shout yeah. out to Mbox. And so I'm pretty sure I did the vocals in the studio, but I did the guitar. I, You know what? I take it back. That song, I did that whole, the Moonlight song, I did yeah. that whole song in the studio. I did okay. that whole one. There were other ones that I that I did on the inbox, but that, that wasn't did. one. Oh. I got to give Arrowhead their, their credit. <laughs> it was a hot summer day. Awesome. Cartel was that engineer sat through that heat. He was gonna be like, "You didn't? I was there. I wasn't on no damn inbox."
0: That was hot. Let's talk about. All right, so now fast forward. You put out a pandemic record.
1: I did. I was like a lot of us did. Right? Yeah. We were bored. We were like, you know what, bro? I started a podcast. I started- <laughs> Yeah, I just
0: recorded three songs. You <laughs> you really started something.
1: It's I've called, finally finished something is what I did. It, so. Well,
0: it's called Distilled Ambition. You can find it on Spotify and in Tidal and actually go to Tidal. Isn't it interesting though when you when you look back on what you've done, you know, 10 years ago to now? Yes. Just you can hear it, you can feel it. You can all the years of experience and and, you know, you're now in a circle of friends, very talented. Circumstance, not that the cats back then were talented, but like you're in a you're in a crew, and you got a guy. I got a guy who can do this, and I got a guy who can do this, and they're all yeah. assassins, you know. Definitely. So the one the the one that, that we listened to we listened to a number, but the one that you're really proud of was to see the upper nine. Would, would you say yeah? That? that one I just that's a group effort. I it mean, was, and know.
1: and um, I had a lot of fun with it it was so i have a i i've had this trio that i played with for years we called it the upper nine and i'm like why the upper nine i don't know because you need a band name but really we just were like we're trying to be picture on cloud nine and we thought it would that hmm. it sounded cool right okay. so so the song see the upper nine was kind of a double meaning right it was a little bit about come see our band but it was mostly for me about like cloud nine right or or there's that that's there's the lower nine and the upper nine as far as the nice neighborhood the, mm. the cheap neighborhood so so like you know kind of reaching that mountaintop getting to this level that you want to be so, mm. so i i go yeah. golf
0: i think front nine in the back nine. oh sure yeah okay so inch, the an... front nine
1: is definitely easier than the back nine <laughs> right because you're not tired yet so yeah, you, you can exactly. use that anyways Exactly. okay but We're on the same page yeah yeah but see the upper nine. my favorite song there's some things i talk about in there um What's the first? First, I want to make some money because I got to pay somebody. Bill's taking all my damn money. Will's got me acting funny. So. I want to make some money. I want to make some money. I want to make some money. So I can pay somebody. Yeah. Bill's taking all my damn money. Mm-hmm. will got, got me acting funny. Yeah. Sick. Say, what about, about my dreams? dreams, my dreams. <laughs> what about the things I think I should be doing with my money? Uh-huh. Say, what about my dreams? Damn it. My dreams. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. I think about am take a trip to the upper nine. Let me think about it when I get back right To
0: the one with the problem, don't worry.
1: If you listen to it, 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 it being rhymy kind of fits with the
0: no, the and style it does, of but what it is. but it doesn't stick out as being lazy. Like yeah, yeah. a lot of times, if it's all A, it just it's like, bro, you couldn't whatever. But yeah. it doesn't feel like that. And I and I and I I would hesitate to say that rhyme scheme is is not genre specific, but it sticks out if it's odd. It sticks out in uh, in certain genres, whereas, yeah. you know, like in, in folk, you know, it, there's, a, there's a certain idea of what the rhyme scheme should be in soul, in, in you know, even in jazz. And yeah. So, anyway. Right. No. I'm I, not uh, shitting on your rhyme scheme, <laughs> homie. I'm just saying. I,
1: there is one. <laughs> what happened to Mr. Don't Rhyme yeah. 10 minutes ago? Yeah, where'd
0: he go? Where'd huh? he... <laughs> oh, he took a break all of a sudden?
1: Okay. Now, yeah, well, you know. Yeah. As I said, you I, don't have to rhyme. Right, right. <laughs> but sometimes you want to um and for this one when you listen to it you'll hear in the background there's kind of a like a like a a growly older black man voice that's really what i was going for on the ad lib and you'll hear it Mm -hmm. um so there was very intentional i think thematic thematic things stylistic things and that was one of them um but this song was just it was a lot of fun i was listening to bebop and bluegrass and that's where i kind of came up with the guitar hmm. on there. Mm-hmm. But I did want... Like the
0: unison lines kind of thing? Yeah, or, yeah. and or, I wanted
1: there to be a tag. I was listening mm-hmm. to a lot of old funk and a lot of that old funk, they kind of have this... It's like a tagline mm-hmm. and then it's, it's somewhat chaotic but it goes together. And then mm-hmm. there's this tagline again. And then everyone's like doing their own thing but they're doing it together. And, and then, then that's bebop right yeah, there, Yeah, that's right? bebop, right. And that's so, the
0: play the head and then go. And then play the head yeah. and then you go, you know?
1: Yeah, and so that's what i was going for with that and then i was listening to sublime and and a lot of that hence the w- second verse second verse and the and
0: the uh kind of reggae feel yeah. that you get on the yeah. hook um i mean i heard i heard prince uh in the new power generation i heard some d'angelo there's a bunch of different fe- obviously a bunch of different feels literally there's kind of a reggae feel, there's kind of a soul feel, there's kind of a bebop feel. I mean, everything you just described yeah, is very evident in that tune. And you had a bunch of heavies on it. Yeah, I mean, there was... So, Brandon
1: Thomas is on the <coughs> drums, Kai Young is playing bass. Brandon Thomas is like the OG. OG, man. He's your cat. He's yeah, your, man. Yeah. We, we we developed a great, great friendship and relationship doing music. That's and, awesome. Uh, and he's so good at, at reggae and, and kind of switching genres mm-hmm. like that, because really... Running through the gauntlet with me, right? And through the trenches. And homie. just he's got this guy with a three track looper just changing songs at whim and he's gotta follow and, and switch and so he's got big ears. Yeah, yeah. And he understands
0: different grooves
1: and Yeah, for sure. Well he sounded great. Yeah, and then Shea Marshall I've heard did him. keys on there. Nico White Gold mm-hmm. did the horns. Uh, and, and Kai, you said Kai Kai, t- Kai Young, Young. Kai Young. Is yeah. that a Tucson cat? No, he's he's in Phoenix. Oh, he is? Yeah. And uh, he's he's dope. I mean, he he played bass on here, but he also, he plays keys. Mm-hmm. He plays guitar. He sings. He's like a Shea. Mm-hmm. And, then, and if you know Shea, you know what I mean. Like, he's just. He's a Swiss Army knife. Yeah, he's a Swiss Army knife. No. So Kai's Kai's awesome. And as we were talking about before, I sent, I had these guys play on the song, not hearing all the other parts. I wanted them all to play off of the guitar. Mm-hmm. 'Cause mm-hmm. the guitar was kinda of the baseline mm-hmm. of the groove. Which that if, was the thread. That was the thread, yeah, right? Follow
0: this thread. Which yeah.
1: which you'll find if you listen to old funk tunes and stuff like that. You know, the guitar is kinda of like your North Star. Mm-hmm. It's just that chick 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 It's always kinda of doing that thing. And everyone else is dancing around this guitar. But hmm. they're and it's it sounds like they're soloing but they're doing it together, right? The be, the mm-hmm. bebop type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, everyone kind of had their parts separate. The
0: only the only ones that had everything was Nico, I think. He right. He blew over he blew the over top everything. of everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you only sent Shay this, this, and this, so he could ha- have an open field. Open field. And you send this, guy, this, this, and this, so he had an open field. And yeah. then you smash it all together.
1: Yeah. And so the the basis I said, so I want you to solo over the second verse. Right. Shay, I said, I want you to solo over this verse. <laughs> The drummer, I said I wanted it and so they're just like, All right, and they're just kinda doing it. And when I put it all together, I was like,
0: Oh, it worked. And, and it actually sounded good. You weren't all together. No. Right. So this is a pandemic project. So you're you're kind of forming it out yeah. when you get it done. Let's say you cut the like, I don't know, what did you cut the rhythm section together or how did you make oh. a record during the pandemic? Because I can tell you how I did it and I did a lot here and then I would send it out into the ether yeah. to my friends. And I would mix it here and, and master it and get it right, mm-hmm. you know. So I, we it
1: went guitar, drums, bass, keys,
0: and in a linear fashion, yeah, in the sense
1: that as I'm sending it to people, right. So you sent the drummer, yeah. Your guitar part, send him send him the part. I actually went over. I know we weren't supposed to do oh, this, no. but we saw oh, each no. other. No, you didn't. Yeah, it was during you the made pandemic. eye contact. Yeah, during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. we were within six feet. <laughs> Austin, hi Yeah, exactly, and I made it I'm calling the police (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Yeah, so we met up, which was just so Yeah It was a risk
0: (sighs) But the reward But the (laughs) reward But it was so (laughs) Yeah, but uh, let's talk about the reward (laughs) I lost my mind in like the last 15 minutes I don't know what happened Yeah
1: And uh, we ended up doing the bass I'm pretty sure we did it at the drummer's house so that was three people Oh god God, oh, yeah. That was a super oh, Super cell no, What it is it
0: called <laughs> Super soaker No what is it called When you super It was a super S- soaker It sell. was a super time
1: Yeah Alright so Alright okay, so you, you But at different times Alright so it's kind okay. of recording But right. Shay I sent it to him Yeah And I think he sent me A few cuts I mean, you know, he's a monster.
0: He gives you way more than you need. Yeah, it was great. and He'll um, give you seven passes, and they're all fantastic. And it's like, great. Now I have to comp your shit? (laughs) I have to comp your shit? I have to pick the best of all this great stuff? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I sent him that. And then Nico... uh, Oh, and I should say, this track was done at uh, Burns Burns Studio. Steve Burns, this guy. This guy I know. Did a great job. Nico recorded at the studio with Steve. Okay. And and Steve makes it down, and... It came out. Here we are. It came out really saucy. Yeah. See the upper nine. See the upper nine. It's, a, it's just fun. It yeah. was a lot of fun. And this is one of the songs. Like I said, I I do play my originals out. Yeah. But I what I I don't announce them. Right. I don't go. Okay, guys. Everyone, listen up. I hope you're enjoying yourselves because now is the time where
0: I get to play my track and you can <laughs> judge me. Now that I've mentioned it. No, no. This is what you should do <laughs> next time. Say, <So, clears throat> ladies and gentlemen. I'm so glad you're here. Now I need you all to shut the fuck up <laughs> and listen to my art. Listen to what I do now. <laughs> You've had your time to talk and to eat your tacos. Now you pay attention to me. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, I don't know. A, I'm working it out. I don't, yeah. I don't have great stage manner, uh, but I'm working on it.
1: Well, for those listening, you're obviously going to click on it and listen to it. So what I typically do is I play some funk stuff or some mm. jazz stuff, mm. something you know mm. and you're familiar with. That feels a little bit like this. It's got some of the same spices, and then I serve up my song without announcement. Mm-hmm. Sneak fitting, it right in there, fitting into the vibe. And yeah. what I find with this one is people are bobbing their heads, and I'll, sometimes people come over and go, "Hey, who's
0: who, who did that?" that to and then I say, hey, this is did, what it is. Go d- look it up. Did you did you make any physical CDs? Like, have you pressed uh, anything?
1: Do you guys remember? Do you remember CDs? I remember them. I my first album. I made like 200 CDs and, and, um, at first I was like, Hey, these are five bucks each and people were buying them. But then I realized like, I'm not really trying to make money off of these. Uh, my goal for that album in 2012 was let me prove to people that I can sing, can do something. And yeah. then maybe they'll hire me for something. So yeah. that was the whole reason I put that out. It was a
0: promotional, it was a promotional
1: piece. Yeah. It wasn't so when a- people would say, can you send me a YouTube video or something? Like what you sound like? I could say, here's a link to my song. Uh, huh. iTunes or Spotify or Time yeah or reverbation or wherever or it is that you listen band to music. Bandcamp, band. uh, uh, oh Bandcamp, yeah, everywhere, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, you did two hundred
0: of the first record, two
1: hundred, and-, and there was like this cool place in Arizona. You give them a design, and and they print it out. You know, I think it was like ninety bucks for like two hundred CDs. So I was like, if I can sell these for five bucks, yeah, do oh, the man. math on that. So once I made my money back, I was like, you know what? I really don't feel like always having to be like. Okay, you got 10. Here's your five back. Right. So I would just put them next to my tip jar. Give me two. And people would go, how much are they? I'd say, just take one. Because I found that most people would pick it up and go, let me give you five bucks. right?" At the very least. At the least. And if someone picks it up and they're like, I only have a dollar or I don't have any money. I was like, yeah, go ahead. It's fine. No. Because what am I like? Right. I'm not making the bulk of my money off of the CD sales, right? right. The real goal is to get you to listen to me. So mm-hmm. please take it. Mm-hmm. Share it with your friends, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. I don't know, that's, that's how i Especially with the way streaming is and things are now, the money's not in... at 0
0: it's not in streaming. Well, it's not in streaming. It's every day, it's less and less CDs. Yeah. You make your money, at least I'm finding, you make your money on the road, Mm -hmm. and with merchandise but not cds yeah it's other shit because where's hats t-shirts fucking stickers tote bags yeah what koozies i started doing so bananas to me
1: i started doing stickers i haven't bought business cards in a while i have business cards because you know they come in packs of 500 right and if you buy a thousand We'll give you 12 bucks off. So now I have like 7,000 business cards.
0: For 10 (laughs) more dollars, we will triple your order. Yeah. You will have 50,000
1: business cards. Please buy these. (laughs) Please buy them. I will, I'll mow your lawn. (laughs) I swear to God, I've gotten the
0: weirdest I'll br- coupons. I'll bring the John Deere over. I'll take care of your lawn. Just buy something.
1: If you buy another twelve, I will babysit for you. This is
0: it's I'm like real. this is strange. Have it you is been? strange. It have, is. have you looked at business card prices now? They're offering free cable. This is crazy. I get a free Apple iPhone 17. Hasn't, shit hasn't even come out yet. Yeah, just for another fifty more.
1: It's crazy. I'll do it.
0: Well, Austin, I yeah. don't want to take up your entire afternoon, but it really has been a pleasure to rap and to hear your music and to hear you live uh, today and to hear some of your story. And um, We haven't worked together yet, but, but hopefully we will. Maybe we I will so. in the future. Or, or yeah. at least do some singing together. And You have proof that I sing on key. You actually so, yeah. can do all of these things. No, I'm, I, I really uh, appreciate this music and uh excited to dig in a little bit and and glad that that you're busy and and things are good.
1: Yes, thank you. I there's, appreciate that. There's there's something I'm, to celebrate, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm I'm glad that I'm busy. I'm glad that a lot of my musician friends are busy. I feel like Arizona is starting to enjoy hmm. what we offer as musicians a lot mm-hmm. more and and I really like it.
0: I mean the 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 musician community is staggering how much talent is here, you know, between yeah. here and Flagstaff and Tucson and there's, there's in Prescott, you know, there's, there's so much, so many great musicians doing original things and just making a living. Like, yeah, that was my goal. I just wanted to make a living. I, I didn't know what that looked like. I, I knew I wasn't going to be Prince. I knew that. Yeah. but, the the ability to, to network with incredible musicians, make music with incredible musicians. We have a bunch of great stages in this state. I mean, there really is something here. And I, you know, anyway, I kind of want to keep it a secret, to be honest. <laughs> I don't want someone from Los Angeles trying to come here. To yeah, get stay it. over there, man. Stay, yeah, stay, enjoy it. Enjoy the coast. You've earned it.
1: Yeah, we spend summers here and are therefore entitled Yes, we'll get to to the front of the line We get to the front (laughs) of the line And y'all, y'all can wait somewhere else (laughs) Unless you do one summer doing outside gigs That should be the the toll Yeah, if you do that Have you played Let's talk Did you do a weekend gig in the middle of the sun And you had to bring your own tent? Yeah, or in fan and mister Did you bring your own
0: mister? No, that's your fault
1: (laughs) That's funny, man well, anyways, yeah, I'm I'm glad
0: to be on. Thanks for having me on. Cheers. Great to see you. Great to hear and, uh, you today. See you next time. Thanks for your time. And any plans? Actually, any plans for an original show? You know, I it's one of those things that I've always
1: wanted to do, mm-hmm. but I've never really sat down and gone into the logistics of because as you said, we know we know some phenomenal musicians.
0: And we know some people who book some places. Who books some places, yeah. So it's, some it's something places. I've wanted to do. Yeah. I, also,
1: I also need to, as like most people who write music, there's what we've put out. There's what we play live. <laughs> and then there's what we've actually recorded, right? And there's so, what we haven't recorded. And there's <laughs> what we haven't recorded. And that, there's some songs that I've been playing for, for decades that I'm like, this is a really good song. That every time I play it, it gets a great reaction. I should probably record this. Yeah. And, you know, one day I will. One day you guys will hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but as far as doing a, an original show, I would, it would be a lot of fun. I would love to. I think it
0: would. It sounds like I'd, the band's all local. Home. <laughs> I mean, so it's like, you're not pulling cats in from <laughs> yeah. Austin and New York, you know. Yeah. yeah Let's no. do a show together. We'll put a bill together. It
1: would be fun. It'd be a lot of fun. I think it would go well. I think I think the stuff I have is uh, accepted. It, it, it fits the palette. I think.
0: I I think it would be a lovely show. And I look forward to talking with Steve Himmelstein about how he could do it. Oh, Oh, shit. All right. Austin, thanks again. I appreciate your time, man. Really enjoyed hearing your story and and hope to hear you and and see you play again soon. Cool. Cheers.